the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents. Take a seat and buckle up, folks, because Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn are here to violate your ear holes with more indie wrestling, pop culture, and pee-pee humor than you could possibly mentally or emotionally prepare for. You're here for reviews, interviews, nonsense, and more nonsense. It's the IndieCast! Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndieCast. Uh, Chad and Shelly Allen, it's an Allen episode. It's a hot take episode today, too, honey. Woo! Uh, so it's just us and some, uh, current things that are going on, going around. Plus I have a, uh, I have a rant I might want to get off here in a little bit, but I think we'll save that to closer to the end on that one here. Okay. Um, we're just going to hit kind of some of the basic news that uh, has been around. I'm going to get the big news out of the way first that seems to have been covering the last week. Uh, yes, we might be a little late on covering this story, but, uh, I feel like because we kind of are waiting till the tail end of it, we can cover a lot more of it. Uh, and that would be the big announcement of AEW, which is obviously All Elite Wrestling. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, uh, the gentleman who owns the Jaguars, and apparently a couple of soccer teams in England, but nobody gives a shit about soccer. Oh my so God, that's just what. You. Just you. Nobody, nobody gives a shit about soccer. Just you. No one. There's like a whole planet of people. Okay, who hold care Let me rephrase that. Soccer. Nobody in, in the United States, which is the only country that makes a difference. Gives a shit about soccer. Oh my goodness. I'm about to slap one of those hats on you. (laughs) Calm down. But like, yes, other people um, care about soccer. But AEW has been officially announced. Uh, It is happening. It is definitely a thing. They did a huge, uh, uh, I I guess what you would almost consider a pep rally, (laughs) for lack of a better term here in the... pep rally. Pep rally. What would you you call it? Um, I would have called it a rally... I might okay. not have called it a pep rally. Well, what's the difference between just a regular rally and a pep rally? I don't know. Ask our president. Okay, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what he has to do with this either. He's, he has rallies he's, all the time. He's I too don't busy. Know what they are. He's too busy serving fast food in large quantities on silver platters right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna uh, talk about that. No, we're not. I don't. Really? I don't. Okay. I don't want to do political stuff on okay. this show. It, like, it's well, already bad enough that I just said on a show that does get listened to in other countries occasionally that nobody gives a shit about soccer. I feel like I'm going to hear it enough for that. I don't want to really get into will. a Trump debate. But okay. but AEW's a thing. They had a. I'm still going to call it a pep rally. I don't give a shit what you say. Uh, in uh, in Jacksonville, of course, yes. because obviously, again, the guy who wants to play owns the Jags, um, where they did make the announcement that Cody Rhodes is signed, no duh, the Young Bucks are signed, no duh, uh, so Cal Uncensored, the three members of that are signed. That was a big deal. Yeah, still kind of a no duh. They're on the Being of the Elite show all the time. That's true. Hangman Page was signed, no duh. <laughs> Chris Jericho was signed. Now, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Um, I thought that was the the highlight of the moment when um, they brought out, you know, I, pantsless. I don't, well, he was wearing pants. That's right. good news on that one. He was wearing a suit. Um, he has already, uh, well, we'll talk about what some of the things Jericho has said recently in a little bit here. But he, he has mentioned a few things about his signing. Okay. Um, but I thought one of the bigger announcements there was that they had signed uh, Pac, formerly Neville. Uh, who has obviously had a big thing with the WWE and ended up leaving. Um, so this is his first foray back really seriously into the U.S. market, is with All Elite Wrestling. Um, they also signed some, um, some very interesting indie talent. They signed uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a.k.a. J- uh, MJF, yes. who I think is an excellent sign. And they signed Joey Janela, 
Okay. And my mom always told me, if you don't get nothing nice to say, don't say anything. So I'm going to skip. Um, <laughs> uh, as well as signing uh, Penelope Ford. Yes. Um, and one of the female talent that is leaving my brain at the, at the moment. So um, just overall on the little bit of talent they've signed so far and from what, what you've seen, honey, yeah. what, do, what are your thoughts on all elite wrestling? Well, I was really excited to hear about this when all the rumors were happening. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I hope, I hope. And then it came about and I was like, great. I'm really excited for even the smallest bit of more competition mm-hmm. to the big shows. Um, I think this will really be a, a major competition point for Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I think that's really going to be their direct competition base. Okay. Um, it's going to be Ring of Honor because I'm not sure how big they can they can be yet. Um, I think it's really hard to say out the gate. I think they have some great talent sign. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. Um, I we just don't know yet, like right. How much they can sell? How many, you know, big places they can be? I, sure. I knew it was a big deal when they sold their last show, and how fast it sold out, and how many tickets it sold. So I think we're all uh, giving the we're all saying we want it. Right. We we want this. We want to see. Uh, talent go to a different place, maybe a different idea. Um, so I'm really excited. I I am excited to see some of these um, some of these people here back in the states because watching a lot of the Japanese wrestling is hard to do and uh, required a lot of effort um, or staying up really late at night in order to get. So I'm excited. Um, I don't know. It's also it's also unmarked territory for True. some of them. So I know that Jericho, though I think he's okay. Uh, lots of people are going to be really excited that that he signed and that he's coming over. So um, yeah, I thought it was a really good day for wrestling. So uh, I agree. I think yeah. it's a really good day for wrestling. Uh, I think you, um, I think you're right. It is absolute competition for. Um, a lot of the other independent, big independent companies, uh, but not at this time, WWE. Now, a lot of people are obviously kind of talking about how AEW is like, could be competition to WWE, and a lot of people then are retorting that they haven't even had a show yet. How right. do you consider them competition? And though I hate the negative Nancys on this instance, they're right. This is not immediate competition to WWE. However, um, it does seem like by the people that are being signed lately and how they're shoring up contracts and things like that, um, that WWE at the very least has taken notice. Uh, there's a lot of rumors that major contracts were offered to Cody, to the Bucks, to Hangman Page, <clears throat> to try to get them all uh, back into the WWE fold. Mostly, I think, just to try, try to get ahead of this. True. Um, but ultimately... They didn't. Uh, they didn't accept because I think they saw the opportunity here for AEW to become a thing. And I hope it does become a thing. And the funny part is someone actually had said online fairly recently that if they had treated Cody better oh, when yeah. he was there and like let him get out of the Stardust character and the like, Cody probably would have never left WWE in that instance. And the rest of this probably would have never actually happened or may not have happened in the same way because 
all in, you know, like Cody leaving and becoming part of the uh, Bullet Club and trying to, like, make himself the force that he's become on the independency now in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Well, not Ring of Honor anymore. Well, not New Japan anymore either. But in the places that he ended up, in the titles he ended up winning, um, you know, creating, you know, what they did with All In with the Bucks based off of, you know, something that Meltzer said online once. Right. Has kind of made this all happen in in fruition. Um, And I I just find that very interesting to kind of look back and see that that's the, you know, the kind of the smoking gun of all this is if they just let him not be Stardust anymore. I mean, I would hope somebody else would have tried to, like, stand up and do something like this. Yeah. But I just, I don't know who and I don't know how. I think I, he is definitely the catalyst to getting it moving. Oh, God, yeah. Um, which is great because it does show WWE that they have to take some of their mid-card talent mm-hmm. a little bit more seriously. Sure. Uh, Cody had done everything the company had asked of him, yeah, essentially. I mean, he had he had run some wicked, silly gimmicks and and he made a lot of them work Mm -hmm. uh and he had run that he had run that gimmick for a pretty long time and had asked really honestly to leave it and so at some point uh wwe should have taken that more into account right so and and now they're seeing not just a few talents leave and go there and go here um you know it was a big deal like you were saying that Pac signed I think it was a a really awkward situation for them with Neville. So right. I, I just don't think WWE knows what to do with some of their talent a lot of the time. And mm. and a lot of guys who could be great could sustain a much longer career with them don't. True. And it's a little unfortunate. Uh, I think a lot of times WWE has... So much to so much time, and they have so much time and so much talent that they have to try to fit into spots and fill. That I'm impressed they get done with what what they do. Some days Hmm. it is a lot of people they have under there that they have to. But but the problem ultimately becomes is not everybody that they have, you know, in the WWE banner can be pushed to the moon and become world champion. True. There, there has to be people that are in different sections of the card, and though I do agree that you know, hey, if they had looked and you know and, and let Cody try something else, and he had a, a really great, um, and I know there's videos out there of it. He had a really great bit that he had filmed a couple vignettes for, which was basically making him seem like kind of like the Tony Stark of WWE. I think if they had okay. let that run, because it was, I believe it was called like Rhodes Industries or something like that. I'll have to try to find it and I'll try to link it to the to our Twitter page. Okay. Um, but I, I thought it was a very cool bit that they could have really done something with and they just didn't. Um, and at the time frame of when it would have come out, which would have been obviously right in the middle of like our, all the Marvel movie type stuff, it would have been, you know, a great time to go with it. But they didn't. And this is where we're at now. Um, now, I think they're making a great choice at having sure. a new company. So Now, for uh, future signings, um, obviously the biggest name everybody's talking about is Kenny Omega. 
the rumor has it on February 1st, he can officially, uh, he's officially a free agent and can kind of say where he is going mm -hmm. due to his New Japan contract, as, as I have heard, but he is no longer doing anything with New Japan. He is done with that. Um, he does not have any type of agreement with Ring of Honor. Everything that he did with Ring of Honor was through New Japan and their working relationship. <clears throat> so, um, the question becomes is, supposedly WWE has put a very large contract, uh, along with, uh, a, a you know, guaranteed title range and stuff like that in front of him. My goodness. Uh, the rumor is that he has declined it and will be heading to AEW which is what everybody kind of expects to be the case. Um, but what are, your, what are your thoughts on that one? Which way, which way if you were Kenny Omega, which, which way would you have gone? Oh, that's a tough one, Chad. I, uh, I'm a girl that likes uh, guarantee. Mm -hmm. So for me, I feel like I'd probably get on the big show. That's always been the dream. But what would what would Paul White say about that though? Oh. Probably get off me, you creep. <laughs> um, I well, thanks for that. Um, but Bing Bong, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, um, you can give that a Bing Bong. I'm okay with that. Uh, all right. Kenny Omega giving it to the Big Show. I'm. I'm, I'm he's, okay. I'm, he's got a one wing angel for him. <laughs> I just, you know, I just think. Tried and true would probably be my way, but I will be super excited if he does go AEW mm -hmm. because because I know he'll have more creative freedom there, yes. and that does seem like something that's really important to him. Um, is having a little bit of say in his character development and what he's doing with it. True. It also would free potential room for his tag partner to someday make the trek. Now, here's the thing about Kota Ibushi, and that has been a question. Mm -hmm. Well, I know I'm not the only one Ken, who has. Kenny Omega is going to sign somewhere where Kota Ibushi can sign. And Kota Ibushi has already turned down a WWE contract. That's right. He had the opportunity after the um, Cruiserweight uh, Classic, classic yeah. and did not go. And ultimately, a lot of people are saying that's the reason he did not win the Cruiserweight Classic, because they wanted to have somebody win it who was going to be signed. Mm. which is why it ended up going to TJP. Right. Um, but the thing a lot of people got to remember is, yes, though Kota Ibushi is currently wrestling in New Japan, he is not officially under contract with New Japan. So Kota Ibushi actually doesn't necessarily sign anywhere that Kenny Omega is because he doesn't really sign anywhere. He is the, hmm. the definition of a free agent. So I don't know if that really takes into consideration where he would go or not. However, uh, I think AEW would give the opportunity for a said free agent to definitely make strides in that company as well okay. with with Kenny there. Now, do I think that's a deciding factor for Kenny? No, nope. I actually don't think it is in the least. Um, I think you're right. I think the money would be hard to turn down, but I think you're right when it comes to Kenny Omega that I think creatively he is finds that much more important than you know, a large amount of money. But from what we've heard from Chris Jericho, and we'll segue momentarily in this, Chris Jericho said a lot of things about signing with AEW recently. And one of the things he did say was he has gotten a better contract here with AEW than he's ever gotten with the WWE. 
That's a big deal. Right. So, I mean, if he is getting paid somehow better in AEW than what WWE is, for somebody who's been there for a long time, so you got to figure getting Jericho in and out is not cheap. Um, that's a pretty impressive setup. So the, the, the money could be there enough that the creative freedom definitely makes more of a difference to Kenny Omega. I hope he goes to AEW too, quite honestly, because I think a name like Omega is the one of the big names that's really needed to help this try to take off. They've got some great names in there already, and I, I compared uh, on the Wrestling Nerds um, Facebook page, I compared Chris Jericho uh, in AEW to what Terry Funk was in, in ECW. Okay. That And Paul Heyman's talked to us about this many times, that Terry Funk was that name, that legend that was needed to be in the mix with all these young, kind of un, more unknown talent back in the day to make it seem legitimate to wrestling fans. Um, and I question if that's not what Jericho kind of is here on this one. Um, okay. Now, I do find a few things interesting. He said that Vince did know he was signing. Okay. That there is no hard feelings between him and Vince. That uh, Jericho had said in the past that he would not sign with another American company. Okay. Um, but he said that um, going to w- back to WWE right now seemed counterproductive because ultimately if he came back, they would want him to continue just to do things like the list. Right. Um, but Jericho's very big about when he leaves and comes back that there has to be some sort of change. It's got to be yeah. something new. It can't just be the same thing again. And he goes, yeah, the list was great for the year and a half that I did it, but I've, I've kind of run its course now. That's that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that very interesting, though. Um, and I'm, I'm of the I'm belief always, that he could come back if he wanted to. So. I'm always super impressed as a, a wrestling fan at how he leaves and comes back. Right. And it's never, it's not really a concern. Right. Um, there's very few wrestlers, I think, that have that same kind of ability to come back and still seem fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and also leave an employer, as we have, most of us here have left an employer. Sure. Uh, it doesn't always, it's not always roses on the way out. Right. So, um, and a lot of the guys that he is going to work with in AEW did not leave the WWE in the same kind of fashion. Right. So I think it's going to be really interesting that he keeps a a positive uh, relationship because it could be that the WWE isn't quite worried about them yet. Like, they know they're there. They see them coming. Right. They're not, they're not like, sweating them yet. You know, it's like the cop a, f- a few cars back. Right. Behind you. You see him. You're not going to go speeding away, but you see him. Now, um, you're right. WWE's probably not fully sweating them yet. You're right. I do agree with you. that They know they're there. They're not dumb. They were definitely going to try to do whatever they could to make that stop. Right. But now there's only so much they can do about it. Now, the people that are worried about them, like we've talked a little earlier, is your Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. Your New Japan. Your Impact Wrestling. Um, uh, your major league wrestling. These companies have recognized that these places are there. Um, Now, I do know that New Japan had come out originally and said we will not be working with them. Okay. They have a working agreement with Ring of Honor that kept Ring of Honor from working with them. Um, I do know that Court Bauer, who runs major league wrestling, said he would have no problem working with them if that was something they wanted to do. I believe Impact Wrestling has said something very similar. If they want to work with us, we'll be glad to take a look at it. 
Uh, Impact has a great working relationship with AAA, which I think could help mm-hmm. out a lot. Um, I also know that they have a work, um, All Elite Wrestling has a working relationship with a company I'd never heard of before, but apparently I've heard a lot of good things about out of China called Oriental Wrestling, uh, Oriental Wrestling Empire. It's OWE, if I remember the, the lettering correctly. Um, but apparently they're bringing in a lot of people, interestingly enough, from that. Okay. Now, here's where it gets real interesting, um... New Japan said they would still be willing to work with Chris Jericho, who they were running stuff with, but obviously now he's under contract with AEW. And I don't think they really want to lose Kenny Omega if they can help it. Hmm. Will some of these companies almost be forced to work with All Elite because they they want to get some of the talent that they are looking to possibly be shoring up? That could be that could happen. That would be really interesting cross promotions. Um, I know that kind of goes against the American way of doing things in general. I want to put you under contract and keep you exclusive, right? And so the it's kind of a mark of the independent wrestling league, the mm-hmm. independent leagues to to kind of work together with their talent about right. things. I don't know how they want to position themselves. Right. I really think it depends on how they, how well they do. I think the better you do, the more you want to shore your talent up. Right. I think if if things require uh, some partnerships, I think that they will continue to look at that. Um. So it just kind of depends on on how the future goes. Sure. I it's hard to say. I know I want to be like throw my hammer way out in the future and tell you that like that's that's gonna happen right you know but i really think because because we don't have more information yet i don't know how that's gonna go right i personally would like them to just shore things up say this guy's on the show make him yours that way we know when we buy a ticket when i go i'm gonna see that guy sure so I think some of that is important. So I think that's why they're making the most important waves be the, the first signings and right. things of that nature. So um, Now, for future signings, um, I'm going to list off a few of the names that obviously uh, have been rumored to sign okay. with AEW. Um, whether these are legitimate or not, we don't know. Nobody, None of these guys have been announced, and at least for two of them, when it's two of the three people I'm going to say here... I assume two of them are impossible at best. Well, one is more possible than the other. Okay. Uh, one of them, uh, obviously, is the idea is that Marty Skrull, who is still under contract with Ring of Honor. Okay. Once his contract is done after the New York show in at WrestleMania time frame with the new uh, Ring of Honor New Japan crossover show, mm-hmm. I believe that's when his contract is over, that he will ultimately leave and sign with AEW. Okay. Uh, any thoughts on the villain joining his elite counterpart uh, in AEW? I think that one might be a good bet. Yeah. I would probably put good money on that. I agree. Yeah. Um, the other rumor that I've been hearing a, a lot of recently um, as a possible signing, and supposedly from a couple articles I've read, is part one of the people that they're looking to have signed uh, to uh, help shore up uh, some TV deals they may have. Uh, is one Bill Goldberg. 
Any thoughts on Goldberg mm. joining AEW? Mm. Mm. Oh, Chad, you you got me with this one. Oh, wait till I tell you the next one. I know. Oh, I knew you were going to get me with these last few. I don't know. I don't know about Goldberg. Uh, I know he brings some great name recognition. I don't know. I don't know if he brings enough I, to the card. I think... I, I, uh, yeah, no. I, I find Gold, Bill Goldberg to be an entirely major waste of money. I don't think he's worth bringing in in the least. But for complete disclosure, I hated Bill Goldberg in WCW. Yeah. When he was at his most popular, I hated it then. I don't. I didn't like it when he went to WWE the first time. I didn't like his most recent WWE comeback. Uh, I was glad to be there to watch him get beaten up by Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania because fuck him. Um, yeah, no, I don't care. I yeah, don't care. I I just know that when we when we've watched this last comeback, right. that I was like, "There's there's got to be a time. Right. There's got to be a time." And and I feel like this is it. Sit down. Right. <laughs> so, so okay. Uh, the last person to get named, mm-hmm. uh, a very dis- uh, divisive name as it comes to the wrestling industry. Uh-huh. Um, who. Uh, as Chris Jericho said, this man is not a free agent. He is a retired wrestler um, and has been for, I think, over five years now. And yet, in arenas across the country, his name still gets chanted like he was wrestling yesterday. That man is Chicago's own CM Punk. Rumor has it that a contract has been offered to Punk. Uh, Punk has made it fairly clear in interviews that he has no interest in coming back to wrestling whatsoever, um, but also said that in one interview that nobody's actually given him a legitimate offer. It's just a lot of people that say, hey, if you ever want to come back, let us know. But nobody's ever actually shown up with money at his doorstep. Now, Chris Jericho again stated that this is the the best contract he's ever had, um, including what WWE has offered them. Does AEW have what it takes? To get Mr. Punk back in tights and back in the ring. <sighs> That's a big question. Uh, I feel like CM Punk has taken his time. Right. In not getting involved in any other wrestling. Mm-hmm. He had really been pushing hard at his MMA career. Mm-hmm. Which, is... which I want to pause briefly. He's still under contract with the UFC as far as I'm aware. But let's be honest, he's lost two fights and lost them convincingly. It's not, you know, he did, not that he didn't necessarily try what he, try his best to do what he could. He trained and he did. Um, He's just not an MMA fighter. So So I, I would love to say, I feel like this is a pie in the sky kind of moment. What kind of pie exactly? Rhubarb. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was a ridiculous question. But <laughs> No, I just want pie. Yeah, calm <laughs> calm down. Um I just think that that CM Punk has made it clear he's not really wrestling. Right. I just don't think so. I think he could come in and do a wonderful job as like a a, a GM, maybe a, a another kind of personality of that nature. I just don't think he's going to wrestle. No. I don't. Let me, get, let me give this option here. I do know that the most recent job that CM Punk has accepted recently was 
a commentator for another MMA company. It was not UFC as far as I'm aware. It was another company that he is going to be doing their color commentary for. Uh, and Punk in the past has proven to actually be a very excellent commentator when mm-hmm. given the opportunity to. Um, and supposedly it's going to be announced or has been announced that Jim Ross is going to be doing the commentary for AEW, who is basically the voice of wrestling nowadays. <laughs> well, his his partner in crime that used to used to do this with for many years, Jerry the King Lawler, is obviously under contract, under contract. with WWE, so right. it won't be Lawler. Could you consider a JR Punk combination as AEW commentary? I feel like that is a much more likely thing to happen mm-hmm. than CM Punk lacing back up and getting on his True. I just don't... You're right. It's been a long time. I feel like he... He walked away pretty clean. It, it's been a really well, clean... I don't know if a multi-year lawsuit is really clean, but... Clean-ish break. Uh, I don't... I don't know if he wants this fight again. I just don't. I don't know. I I hear I've I've read a lot of things that say counter to that. Like, I don't know. He sniffed at the door of this place, or he walked into this, or you know. Th- we have a lot of speculation. I I don't know. I don't really see the writing on the wall that says he's going to do that. Right. It would be amazing. I think we'd all be floored if that was the case. I just don't think so. Right. And I agree. I mean, I would love to see him come back, but I definitely don't think that's going to happen in the least. So, I, yeah. um, but fans Even are going to... his good guys. I feel like he would want to do... I feel like if there were guys that could get him to do it, it would be these it guys. It would be these guys? You're probably yeah. not wrong on that. So, But I still don't think... I still don't think that's the route he's going. Right. So, you know, hmm. we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that too. Sure. Huh? So... Uh, to go away from uh, AEW for a little bit now and okay. to move over into um, interesting that we we're kind of talking about contracts and the like. Uh, uh, Lucha superstar Rush, uh, one of the co-creators of um, Los Incorporables, I can never say that. <laughs> no, um, didn't happen this time either. With uh, the man now known as Cien Andre uh, Andre Cien Almas. Okay. Um, who was also a legend in, in Mexico while he was there, um, has signed a deal with Ring of Honor. He is exclusive to Ring of Honor now, which is a big deal for Ring of Honor. That is. However, uh, because of that deal, he was recently pulled off of a show with Company Major League Wrestling that he was booked for mm-hmm. because from what Court Bauer said, uh, another company basically is playing politics and has said that he is no longer available. Well, obviously, the day that Court Bauer announced that and the day that he that Rush got announced as a Ring of Honor wrestler was the same day. So I think we can all put two and two together here Uh-oh. on kind of what happened. Um, what are your thoughts? I don't, I don't think you know Rush all that well, and I'll be honest, I don't even know Rush all that well. I've seen some of his work, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do recognize the name value of him. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on him signing with Ring of Honor, and what are your thoughts of Ring of Honor apparently pulling him off of a Major League Wrestling show? I am a little surprised by Ring of Honor. Uh, I really thought that they didn't play nearly as much of this uh, kind of thing with their guys. 
it's kind of a bad look to not let your talent like work their contract like previously contracted things um you know rush was being a good guy he had planned his dates out he decided to sign with you it's kind of cruddy to not have him work his other date just one i mean it's it's kind of a I think the other independents are going to take notice right. of this. That's why when all, all the talk we just had of AEW and mm-hmm. what's going to happen and, and potentially working together, I think Ring of Honor is, is setting itself apart that we're not going to do that. Uh, that I want to lock up my guys. They're going to be ours. And, and we're not playing ball. Uh, I'm going to play harder ball. And that means they're going to play harder ball all the way around. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the greatest thing. I think it works better when the companies at least give a little leeway with each other. Right. Um, it's kind of, you know, an us against them kind of mentality. Right. And I feel like they're kind of setting themselves up to be to be a target about it. Mm-hmm. And that just opens the door that at some point a, a Ring of Honor guy is going to leave right. and do the same thing to them. And, sure. and so it just doesn't look, it just doesn't look <clears throat> kind of a great look right. to me. Um, I think if AEW wasn't a thing, I would have called this a major dick move um, on Ring mm-hmm. of Honor's part. And it's like, you know what? Let him work the one date he had with MLW. You can pick him up after that. No big deal. Right. Um, however, because of AEW, I can completely understand why Ring of Honor is now very wary to get good names under contract and have them locked up for whatever time frame they can get because they have really major competition for them that's showing up right now in AEW. That's true. Even though they haven't run a show yet, like we said. Um, so I think that them shoring them up and going, listen, sorry, but we need to, to bring this talent in here for us right now is, though not the nicest of business is the business that had to be done. Mm. Um, Now, will they do this again in the future? I don't know. It depends on who they sign. There's, you know, obviously it is very interesting that thanks to, you know, thanks to this, you know, WWE showing up a lot of contracts and New Japan is and Ring of Honor is. It's going to be very interesting to see who the talent is that's out there nowadays on the, you're on the real legit like independent scene who is not under contract to some of these companies to see who kind of takes that next step up now. Because a lot of these big names are starting to get short, you know, shorn up by these other companies. Um, And actually, to segue briefly on that one, one last thing I want to mention as it comes to contract, uh, Shane Strickland today, a.k.a. Swerve, uh, has officially announced that he is 100% a free agent right now. His Lucha Underground contract is all done. I believe he had a contract with Major League Wrestling that is now complete. Um... Now the rumors are there. Um, I mean, NXT is is apparently like knocking on his door, and I wouldn't blame them in the least <laughs> on that pickup. But if you had your druthers and all the companies are out there that we've talked about oh today, honey, goodness. where do you want to see Swerve end up? That is so difficult. Uh, I, I'm pulling from our most recent. There's yeah. definitely a Jamie thing. That's so yeah, hard. That's so hard. We love um, you, Jamie, by the way. Jamie, exactly. If you haven't listened to the Jamie Senegal interview, by the way, go to the one before this. Jamie was a sweetheart. Um, I I think we talked, we kind of mentioned this earlier, and I was like, he can go anywhere, right? Yeah, like oh, this, gotcha. 
this is I think this is the best move. I might I might stay a free agent for a little while. I would okay. really want to see what place throws me the best thing and the best ideas. Right. I think for Strickland, it's maybe not about necessarily money, but what are you going to do with me? Um, I think it's a great time if he can feel um, a really good storyline and, and company push. He could go WWE. I don't, mm. I mean, that's, you know, always kind of an option. But there's some really great other companies I think that could, right now, because of of, of AEW and, and the pushes in the industry, he could go anywhere and yeah. he could really make a big deal. So, I, oh, that's a tough one for me because I really think he would do well in so many different places. Totally. Yeah. Um, dang, I mean... Oh man, I I would maybe sign with AEW if I was him. Okay. I might because it sounds like a lot of talent he would quickly be able to wrestle right against. Okay. Um he wouldn't have to go through kind of the the first string as some people would call the NXT, which we don't. I think some of the most exciting wrestling on WWE is kind of in NXT. But... I think the only wrestling, for the most part, we watch of WWE lately has been NXT. <laughs> most of it is NXT. So I have to say, I think that would be a, a, also a really great spot for him. But it kind of it kind of gets tough for those guys when they move up. So I don't know. I don't know. And it kind of... I oh. Oh, um, I wish I could. Right now, I don't have the greatest idea of Ring of Honor in my brain because we just talked about, right? You know, a move I didn't think was the greatest. But he has a lot of freedom there too, so I would kind of see. I would kind of play the field a little. I would play uh, the field a little. I think Ring of Honor is. He would be a very big fish in a little pond in Ring of Honor. He would. I, be. I think that's the type of talent Shane Strickland is. Um, I I would actually now obviously the the independent wrestling fan in me wants him to go to AEW <laughs> because I think that's definitely somebody else that you could quickly build a company around and if for some strange reason Omega doesn't sign right with AEW that's somebody you build up as like hey this can be this is our can be our top guy at some yeah. point down the line you may have to introduce him a little bit and kind of build him up but I think if you build him up properly, Strickland, I mean, when he walks out to the ring, oh my gosh. he is a superstar. It doesn't matter what company he's in. Exactly. That man's a superstar. Um, by the way, former guest of the IndyCast. Um, hey. Just saying. Um, but also with, with Strickland now, he has his own podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the Swervecast, which uh, I obviously I think if he were to go to WWE would probably be no longer a viable option. True. Um, I mean, it could be. I don't know. There's a lot of great matches he can have there, and just even in NXT. I mean, obviously, uh, you've got the entire uh, Undisputed Era. Right. Every one of those guys is an amazing match. Ricochet is obviously an amazing match. True. Um, you know, we could go for we days could, talking yeah, about all the people in NXT days, that are dream but... matches. But uh, let's say Omega does sign. Strickland versus Omega is an amazing match. That's a huge... Pac versus Omega is an amazing match. Yeah. Cody versus Strickland is an amazing match. You just, you know, he's wherever he wants to end up, he's going to make a major impact. 
Personally, I would love to see him go to AEW, but I feel like I, I believe he's got kids and a family, so I could very easily see why he would take what, like you talked earlier, is that we're guaranteed money, money, supposedly, yeah. that would be NXT and the WWE. So I don't know. It'd be it'd be very interesting to see kind of where, where that goes from there. So uh, I, I wish him all the best, though. Like I said, I'm, I'm a huge I'm Shane Strickland fan, so I'm yeah. excited for that. Um. So, well, getting through all of that's all the main news portion of it here, and I know we're getting close to the end of the episode. So here's kind of what I want to end on, and I, and I have a question here. Um, I, I went to a wrestling show very recently with some friends of mine, um, and I am not going to mention the company name. I'm not going to mention when I saw it. I'm not going to mention who was on the card even. And okay. I know that goes against completely what... Uh, we normally do is normally I'd give a review and talk about the matches and stuff like that. But ultimately this is kind of what I have to to say on it is um, it is the first time in a long time that I've gone to a wrestling card and I didn't enjoy the card. Okay. Now I I don't want to, I'm not trying to badmouth anybody on this. I think the wrestlers that were there did, did the job they were set out to do. Um, the house that we were in was completely packed okay. um, with hundreds of people in there um, in a small independent show in here in my home state, in our home state of Florida. Now, I could spend this entire episode bitching about people that I didn't understand what they were in there, storylines that didn't make sense to me, um, just all sorts of things on it here, but... Um, then I kind of said to myself recently, if I walked up to the promoter and let him know, hey, these are my grievances with this show, does he, and, and I, not that I don't think the promoter would care that I have an opinion, me as a paying consumer on what I thought about the show, but ultimately if he has filled the audience with hundreds of people in there who all seem for the most part very happy to have been there and had a great time, Who's right? Was it a bad show? Was it just not my show? Was it just not my type of show? Or is there is there another answer there? Because I talked to other people after the show who thought it was a bad show too. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the promoter would just like, well, come here, let me show you a video footage of how many people are in this audience. Right. And do I lose in that instance? Like... I. We we kind of mentioned this, and I have to say, from the other perspective... Right. Uh, you're wrong. Like, it's a good show if you put a fair amount of cheeks in seats. What does it... Is it a great wrestling show if no one sees it? Right. So... And, and that was my question. I've been to some what I thought were some amazing shows that had 30 people in the audience. And sometimes even less. And I was my voice was gone by the end of those shows right. from screaming and yelling and loving every second of it. I think this is just the nature of independent wrestling that sometimes you're going to get some amazing shows and sometimes you're going to get some hot shows outside in a bar's parking lot that's not the greatest. So you just have to But I'll be you just referenced a show that you and I went to back in back in the day mm-hmm. that was outside in a bar in the heat of Florida. Yes. I still have good memories of that show. 
walking away from this this past show with hundreds of people in it, I can only name maybe one or two decent matches that I like walked away going, well, that was kind of fun. Okay. The rest of it just didn't didn't work for me. Um, I mean, ultimately, and, you want them to balance the two things together. Right. You want them to put a good show on that draws a lot of people. Right. But sometimes that's not going to work. Or in this case, Chad, I just don't think it's your cup of tea. Right. I think the type of wrestling or what they were trying to do just wasn't your thing. Right. And and the and, funny... And that's, you know, going to happen. I am not... I think I've been <clears throat> pretty honest that I am not a huge hardcore... Uh, you know, weapons that right. look like crazy things. Like kind a of fit. garbage, garbage yeah. wrestling, what they call I'm it, or even deathmatch wrestling, death match which is wrestling. even above that. Right. Um, that's not my kind of wrestling. And that doesn't mean those cards aren't good for right. what they are. Right. I'm just going to say that they weren't good for me. Right. So no matter what, I think both can be right and both can be wrong. I would like it if promoters would try to put on a, a, a more understandable show. Sure. So for me, as a, a fan that can't remember every wrestler since, you know, the dawn of time, um, I, I, want, I want this spectacle to be all it's supposed to be and right. easy enough for me to follow. Right. So those kind of complaints, I think, shouldn't fall on deaf ears. Sure. Hey... This shouldn't be like, I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. Right. This ain't rocket science. So, like, don't make it super hard. Right. But also, I have to be like, there's going to be some some moments that aren't for me. Right. That could be spectacular. Sure. So. And the funny part is, somebody had asked me fairly recently, because I've, uh, like I said, I've gone through rants about the show, and, I mean, you, you weren't at the show with me this time, but... Obviously, when I got home that night, you got a full earful about what I didn't like about this show. And that's kind of what predicated this conversation as I went, I almost need to bring this up on the show to see, like, who's is there a right or wrong here? I mean, ultimately, I think both myself and the promoter could be right. I didn't like the show, Mm -hmm. but the promoter put on the show that he wanted and entertained a very large amount of people. So we're both right in that instance, you know. And it gives him another opportunity right. to do it again, and maybe he'll tighten it up. But the biggest question when somebody asked me is like, "Well, if you hated the show, that you know, like if the show was that bad, would you go back and give them another chance if they, you know, had put on another show?" And the funny part is, um, my answer would have actually been yes. I would have given it one more shot because I feel like you should give everything, you know, at least two chances to try to go through. Except for one major reason. This is the one part of the show problem that I will vocalize out loud here. And again, I'm not mentioning the company name. But if somebody from that company might be listening to this, the one reason I won't set foot back in the door for your company is because one one of the groups that you use in your company uses the rebel flag iconography as part of their gimmick. And I am very big uh, nowadays not supporting anything that uses that iconography. I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't like it. I know there were other members in the audience that felt the same way. So that would be my one reason for not returning is just because I can't support anything with that iconography. And again, that has nothing to do with the company or, you know, whatever else have you. 
but that's just my personal belief on it, and that's that's my biggest thing on that one from right there. I would, and and the sad part is this company has announced another show coming up here pretty soon, where they do have some more amazing talent listed on the show that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it because of that. But and but, as your wife, who is African American, right? I do have to say that uh, that stance is something that we're going to probably, as a household, uh, stay hard on, right? Um, it was pretty, (laughs) it was pretty surprising, uh, that it even occurred. I know that there were other African-American in the audience. Right. And like, like the bra and panty match. Right. I feel like this time in wrestling has passed. Well, and the thing is. So I just can't, I just can't anymore. And apparently this, this group that they use. Is somebody because this company was around in like kind of the ninety the nineties ECW heyday, okay. um, and were a very similar company then. They're trying to be a very similar company now, and they're trying to bridge talent from when they were around originally to talent for today. That's kind of how they're working it out here, mm-hmm. and I believe that group was a team that was around in the nineties. Where though, I still would not agree with the iconography, I can understand why that team would have been more of a thing then. I'm still I just dis- don't I'm, think yeah. it should be one now, though. I'm still disappointed. My, right. And I know that we um, recently had a lot of discussions about, you know, the line. Uh, where right. is that in wrestling? Like, where where can you cross it? Where can sure. you not? This is one of those moments that I'm like, this is the line. This is, Yeah, this is our line, at this least. This is our line, that. at least. I... I can't be okay with it. I don't think it's something. And and ultimately, now that we are older wrestling fans, right? And we have children, I have to bridge. Like, how am I going to bring my kids into maybe liking this this what I think is a great pastime, sure. something that we have really enjoyed, right? How can I bring this forward? Well, man, it's really hard to bring my mixed children into that kind of situation right. and tell them it's okay. That this is happening in front of them. It's not. Right. So, so for me, that was where I felt like the show let you down. Like, we got to be a little bit more conscientious, especially right now. Right. Like, it's just not a good time. And, it's not a good time. Right. So, I, I mean, there's never a good time for me for that. Sure. But that time is well past. Right. And you should know better. And once again, though, the promoter could very well go, look at the audience. Look at the audience. These are the people that are here to, to see and, you know. And this group might have sold, could have sold dozens of tickets to this show. And at that point, he has, the the promoter has every right to, to book them as he sees fit. Uh, but I have every right as a consumer to go, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. tow that. I can't, I can't do that. So I, I would like to see, I would like to see a more conscientious wrestling community at times. I know we. I've talked about this about women's wrestling, right. about all of that. I hope that we can bring it up. I hope that the new companies that are open are ready to throw down in some amazing wrestling right. that isn't perpetuating stereotypes from very long ago. Right. You know, I just think that we can do this in a better way. Right. So let's hope for that. Right. Uh, as we go forward in twenty by team. Twenty <laughs> so. by team. So, um, 
Well, honey, do you have anything else for us here? Because I think we're uh, we're pretty much at our time frame for I, uh, for this episode. I think we're good. I uh, didn't have any uh, any crazy rantings uh, so. about the wrestling community today. Well, let me do some uh, let me do some get your shit in here then. Uh, please make sure you have fully gimmicked dot uh, com bookmarked. The page is not up now because Luna's uh, uh, queen of fully gimmicked. Luna Lynn is completely redoing the web page from uh, top to bottom, bottom to top. Uh, new stuff coming nose to toes yeah uh so be looking for that uh to go back up very soon i think she said in the next couple days here but all you know new page it'll make it easier all new merchandise things like that to look for so please look for that very exciting uh punk pro coming up february 16th please yes. keep that in mind speaking of companies i do make sure i am there for every single time this will be shelly and i's uh uh, Valentine's date, I do believe, will be going to dinner beforehand. <laughs> Hopefully to Applebee's with Jamie Senegal if he wants to be our Valentine's Day <laughs> date. And oh then goodness. we'll uh, and then we'll go to the show and have a great time. You should be there with us. Uh, Effie versus uh, your imaginary friend, Trip Cassidy, for the Punk Pro title is your main event of the evening. Uh, so that will be very interesting, to say the very least. Cool. Uh, our friends at uh, Team Hammerfist. Uh, will be I just put up a new power hour, so nice. go listen to that. I got to listen to the first half of it on the morning that they uh, were recording, uh, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, they're always a great show to listen to. Plus, they're going to be at a uh, local convention uh, here in the Florida area, a comic convention. I will link that on the web page this weekend as well uh, with a Wrestling Nerds Radio Network. Uh, booth so Very check cool. uh at indycast or at uh team hama h-a-m-m-a-f-i-s-t uh for more information on that you can go over and visit the hama fist boys this weekend <clears throat> other than that um thank you once again all of our dozens and dozens for uh listening to the indycast we definitely appreciate it please subscribe if you are not already soundcloud itunes spotify any of them are good or any place you uh can get your sound uh podcast caught uh and until next time everybody i am as always coculus maximus and i'm booby fat and until next time everybody we always say Deuces. are you tired of the same old pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndyCast. Uh, well, I guess, obviously, they're listening to the show. Uh, here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before if you're a listener of the episode, but if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role-playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version, where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out, to Legends of uh, Today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors, or to the most recent independent up-and-comers. You can play any single one of them, or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. Well, hope I'm 
just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We are, we're touching wieners. Not touching wieners professionally. What I am is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin. Mom, save vagina.